Happy new healthy-ish year. Thank you for joining us on the Body and Soul podcast. Called healthy-ish, of course. Did you like that? Oh, I hope you're having a healthy year. No, and ish as well. We need the ish, right? It's all about the balance. I am your host, Felicity Harley, but today we're finding out what the stars have in store for us this year. And to tell us more, my guest today is Emma Vigen. She's an astrologer, meditation teacher, and journalist. And if you do like what you hear from Em, make sure you listen to Extra Healthy-ish, where she shares her 2024 predictions for every star sign. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Emma, Em, thank you for coming back on Healthy-ish and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Thank you for having me. Oh, now tell us, what's 2024 shaping up to look like? A good one, I hope. Fill us in. Yeah, look, I do think it is an interesting year. I think it's got a lot more lightness and um, levity than than perhaps the last couple of years that we've had. So I'm looking forward to a few more laughs and um, a, a lot more kind of social connection than maybe has been highlighted in recent years. I'm just hanging on one word you said then, lightness. I feel like for so many of us, you're right, you know, we had COVID and then particularly last year, I don't know about you, but everyone I spoke to was just at the end of last year burnt out, over it. It seemed like all of those years caught up with us last year. So to have the word lightness, I almost might make that my word of 2024. <laughs> That's it's so good to hear. You can have that one. <laughs> It's just there's it's not that necessarily there isn't going to be drama going on because there's always drama, right? We can't avoid that. It's just the way we are. It's being human and it's um living this one crazy chaotic life. But our ability to tap into a sense of lightness and um be able to laugh, that just feels so much easier and more within reach. So I'm really excited for that. What about it's also really a great year for popular culture. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. What about the Mercury retrogrades? Yeah. I think that's, I mean, these are something that so many of us hang on, hang off, they affect us. What's it looking like with these in 2024? Yeah, so Mercury retrograde, of course, it happens three times a year and it is the point in the year where the internet just implodes with that the world will end because Mercury is retrograde, but it's really not that big a deal. And a few things really kind of dictate how the Mercury retrograde will go for us. The first one of this year is in April, and it's going to be really deeply connected to the bigger eclipse cycle that we're in at the moment, which is uh, an Aries Libra eclipse cycle. So be highlighting these issues in your life where you're being invited to be more courageous and step outside your comfort zone. And, uh, you know, Mercury retrograde is always about communication and the way that we express ourselves and also technology and logistics and things like that. So if you put that kind of lens of um, advocating for yourself and um, being, yeah, being your own best representative in things, that's really what I'm feeling for this April retrograde. We have another Next retrograde. One. Yep. Yep. Which is happening in August. 
And that one's happening in Virgo, and then it does retrograde a little bit back into Leo. And so this one, traditionally, like a, a Virgo Mercury retrograde, I would say is not as intense, but because it is going to be squaring Jupiter by sign, there's a sense that we might be biting off more than we can chew. So my one piece of advice for this particular retrograde would be to try and take a moment of pause before you commit to things because it feels like a time where you're going to be saying yes to everything and then regretting it later. You know, when someone says, oh, can you pick up my kids from school or whatever? And you're saying yes, you can hear yourself saying yes. And you're thinking, am I saying yes? Mm -hmm. I can't do this. This is (laughs) going to put me under so much pressure. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what that one is all about. And then the final one of the year happens in Sagittarius. And I will share the exact dates for all of these in the show notes for you, if that's okay. Absolutely. So you can mark them in your calendar. Um, And this one, you know, it's coming in December. Never a great time for logistics and travel to go a little bit haywire. And it's also going to be squaring Neptune and then Saturn. So it does feel like things are going to be um, a little bit murky and um, hard to get a clear understanding of when something might arrive. So this would be a great um, little heads up to do all of your Christmas shopping early (laughs) because there will be delays. (laughs) Okay. Not looking forward to that one, but anyway, that's a uh, many months away yet. Now we've got, tell us about the Mars one. What's happening with this? Yeah, so Mars is also going retrograde this year. It happens every two years. And this year it will be going retrograde in Leo, I think around the 7th of December, and that will carry on through to um, Feb 2025. And whenever a planet is retrograde, all of the things that it rules are a little bit more challenging. So for for us, for Mars, it's really interesting um, talking about healthy-ish because it it rules um, physical activity and the way that we... Um, approach working out and being active, uh, energy levels. Um, and so when it's retrograde, it feels like they're going to be flagging a little bit. And for that to come at the end of the year, when normally we're already feeling a bit, mm-hmm. you know, flat, I would be thinking, let's just make some um, preparation for that and be booking a, a bit of extra leave. If you can knock off a little bit earlier in the year, like plan for that now to have that extra little bit of leave and really focus on reassessing your relationship to productivity. I like it. How do you prepare for the year ahead? I mean, do you, you know, you've got two young kids, a career, how do you navigate, you know, your astrology with your life and and do you, you know, for these retrogrades that are happening three times this year, do you plan your life around them or do you, are you a bit of a just go the flow and I know it's happening and I'll deal with it then? Yeah, I definitely don't um, kind of plan to do something or not do something based on what the astrology is doing because it's just not practical for most of us, right? Um, I think it was probably a lot more practical before I had kids. <laughs> Um, but now it's it's more a matter of just being mindful of what is coming up on the horizon and knowing whether or not to pack an umbrella, so to speak. If I know that we're going into a really murky period, 
things are going to go wrong, things are going to take longer than they usually are, than just having that in my mind. Okay, I can't leave that deadline to the night before because chances are my computer is going to go on the fritz or I'm going to be up all night with a sick baby or so on. So it's just about having that foresight to be more prepared. Yeah, I like it. Em, thank you for joining us on Healthish and have a great year. You too. Take care. Well, I'm hanging on to that word, lightness. Lightness is going to be the word of the year for 2024. Well, mine at least. And adaptability. I like it. Anyway, if you do want more from Emma, make sure you grab her book. It is called The Astrology of You. You can also listen to her last chat on Healthy-ish about using your birth chart to navigate life. I will leave links to that in the show notes. Anything else, you can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. Of course, you can rate and review this episode or subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you're also following us on socials. And until next time you listen, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.